Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. It is Zoe Moon, and I am here to cover the year 2020 for the signs Libra, Scorpio, Sagittarius, Capricorn, Aquarius, and Pisces. <laughs> you guys, if you want, if you are signs Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Leo, or Virgo, the link to that show covering what's coming in 2020 is posted on facebook.com slash Zoe Moon Astrology. Please click there. And you will find the link and be able to listen to it. It took longer than I thought. So everybody was rocking in the um, the Roaring Twenties show with me last night while I was drinking a glass of champagne. And this morning, you guys are going to be rocking it in with me with my large cup of coffee. <laughs> so, wow, it is a year that is off the charts. And assuming that the crazies don't blow us up, because the energy is definitely that intense, then we really want to focus on the positives of how we can use this energy to propel ourselves forward. So the general overview can be found on that forecast that I just mentioned, the first show. I'm not going to do it a second time. I'm going to get directly into the signs starting now. So if you want to listen to the general overview, again, you can find the link for that at facebook.com slash Zoe Moon Astrology. And you would just be listening to the first 2020 show for uh, Aries through Virgo. Okay. So Libra. What I'm doing just uh, for everybody is I'm going to be focusing on the main areas of life that are going to be activated throughout 2020 and how that might uh, best be used by you guys to propel yourselves forward. Okay, so for Libra, the first area of life is how Capricorn is going to be influencing you. And this is probably the strongest of everything going on because we have Jupiter there. We have the Karmic South Node there. We have uh, Saturn there. We have Pluto there. <laughs> we have eclipses playing out there. So for Libra, this is about the goals you are setting and how things are impacting what's going on in your home, about your home, um, who you live with, whether that's your roommates or your family, your parents, uh, any moves or renovations, things you're doing to your house, uh, any real estate deals. Also, the roots of your life, your history, your ancestry, and how secure you feel, what you're doing about your own sense of security in the world and your emotional needs. So... Uh, this is in play, like right as you get into 2020, because we had new moon solar eclipse energy here on December 26th. This is, has impact to move you forward into something brand new or next level here in the two weeks from that. So as you're going into the first couple weeks of January, as well as staying in place and impacting your life for the first six months of the year. So it's incredibly powerful for taking steps towards whatever is is next in those areas. And during uh, the 6th through the 11th of January, 
Jupiter will go right across the karmic south node in this territory, which means there could be something about karma being rebalanced there or some letting go or loss in that scenario or past life souls coming back through and connecting with you about something there. There could be Jupiter themes playing out here, which would mean, you know, something going on with uh, going big in this situation, (laughs) going over the top a bit, right? And over the same time frame, between the 6th and the 14th of January, Saturn and Pluto are meeting up here in your home base, family unit kind of scenario for the first time in 500 years. So Saturn is about the structures that support and the long-term commitments and the endings and anything finite and anything about responsibilities or rules or regulations or limits or your ambitions and those authorities and goals involved with this. And Pluto is about the deconstruction and rebirthing of something here so that you are more empowered by building upon the ashes of what comes down and what moves you forward here. And it can bring themes of financial interests or third shared party scenarios or what's going on sexually or through divorce or reproductive or a birth or a death in this situation. So, you know, very, very powerful stuff coming into play. Jupiter is going to then be having a three-chapter story here throughout 2020. It is going to meet up together on the same degree on April 4th, June 30th, and November 12th. So this story will take a while for you to move through, again, the deconstruction and the rebirthing here. And now with Jupiter involved, we might be adding in those Jupiter topics of legal, travel, educational, media, marketing, ceremonial, religious, or political interests in the mix. Again, going big with whatever's happening here. So maybe you're traveling to deal with a parent and the legal matters with the the property or there's something going on, you know, with the some learning that you're doing about real estate or some teaching from the home. <laughs> you know, I don't know. There's so many options here, right? But it's very powerful and you really want to look at how this is evolving. It is time for the changes to now occur in this year. There is going to be a full moon lunar eclipse on July 5th in this territory. So at that point, you are having the big culmination with your home, real estate deals, moves, renovations, family, parents, roommates, history, ancestry, interests. So there are, you know, wrapping up of projects or ending of situations or big celebrations or achievements and breakthroughs happening around July 5th. Okay, so, you know, eclipses, you can feel that in the month leading up to it. You can feel it um, resonating four to five days on either side of it. So, you know, that is kind of the apex. So that's the Capricorn territory for Libra. Very powerful. The next energy is across the zodiac from that. The sign Cancer is going to be getting a lot of energy in 2020. So the way this impacts Libra is uh, focusing on your career, focusing on your fame, your status, your recognition, any attention that's coming to you, um, focusing on those life goals and any higher-up authority-type people. So on January 10th, we have a full moon lunar eclipse here. So Libra, something culminating right off the bat. And remember, this on the 10th of January, this is right in the center 
of all this stuff happening in Capricorn. So it's just incredibly powerful January. So some kind of really big breakthrough, achievement, celebration, recognition, or wrapping up of projects, or ending of a scenario for Libra based on the career, the personal goals, or that higher-up authority person. Then by June 21st, there is a another eclipse in this territory. This is a new moon solar eclipse. So by June 21st, you are launching into something brand new here, or you are taking what you've been working on and you're taking it up a notch, taking it into some new chapter or new direction, okay? Again, career, personal goals, recognition, fame, (laughs) attention, or those higher-up authority figures, bosses, parents, judges, directors, teachers, mentors, etc., Now, Mercury is going to retrograde in this territory right around the same time of that new moon in June. It's going to be retrograde from June 17th through July 12th. So Libra, there will be something coming back from the past at that time that's involved in this new moon momentum, or there is something that you're letting go of to launch forward with that, or this period is about kind of slowing down and fine-tuning some stuff, reworking it, getting it right. So expect some of that kind of give-and-take energy, you know, as you're getting into a do-over while you're getting this major thrust forward with career or personal goals or authority figures. And the last thing I would just say for Libra, you know, that we do have the North Node of Destiny in this territory until May 5th. So this is definitely a time to really be applying yourself towards the goals you have or your career momentum or with these higher up people because you only have it here once every 18 years, and after May 5th, it exits. So take advantage of the things that fate might be bringing across your path there. All right, so the next area of influence will be what's going on in the sign Gemini. For Libra, this is impacting travel or situations at a distance, um, foreign interests, import-export, global ideas, Anything with legal interests, anything with higher education, anything with media, marketing, publishing, broadcasting, or publicity, anything with weddings or other ceremonies, or anything with politics, religion, or philosophy. So it's the higher-minded arena where we expand our ideas and disseminate information. So Libra, the north node of destiny is headed into that territory for you starting May 5th. Again, first time in 18 years, and you're going to have it there the rest of the year and into 2021. So very opportune time for destiny to be taking you by the hand and moving you towards your future. So look for those good opportunities there, right? Now, the only caveat to this is right in the beginning of this year-and-a-half-long cycle, you are going to have Venus retrograding there. So she retrogrades on May 13th through June 25th in the same arenas. So it's possible that there is something coming back from the past that is tied into this kind of destined faded forward movement. Or there is it's possible that something is leaving as part of this retrograde motion to make room for what destiny is about to open up for you. Or it's possible that this Venus retrograde is about a do-over, slowing down, fixing something. And with Venus, the focus is on a love interest here or your income situation or a beauty topic, okay, playing out. 
through travel, foreign, educational, legal, uh, media, marketing, publishing, broadcasting, weddings, other ceremonies, religion, politics, philosophy. So be aware that you have about five weeks, five and a six weeks, something like that, between um, May 15th. May 13th and June 25th when Venus will be giving you a do-over there. Okay, and then finally there is a full moon lunar eclipse in this territory on November 30th. So by November 30th, something very big is culminating. You're celebrating, you're achieving, you're having your breakthroughs, you're wrapping up projects, or you're ending something in one of those legal travel, educational, media, marketing, uh, ceremonial, religious, political, wedding arenas, Okay. <laughs> All right, so what's next? Okay, so, you know, in the in the area of uh, Sagittarius, this is Libra's um, third house. This is going to be about, um, let's see, we are going to be looking at a lot of stuff here for Libra in 2020. Th- these are your ideas, these uh, your talks and meetings, your interviews, your writing, your auditions, your sales. Um, anything, you know, uh, commerce associated. Um, This can be about your community, your neighborhood, your local activities, your short trips to nearby places. It can focus on your vehicles or your electronics. It can be about your neighbors or your siblings. Um, And it can be about proposals, offers, and decisions. (laughs) So, yeah, right? A lot there. So we are having the karmic south node head into this territory on May 5th. It'll be there the rest of the year and into 2021. And so this means that you will be entering a period where there are there is something karmic about what's happening in these areas. There might be some past life souls showing up to reconnect with you through those uh, zones. There could be uh, something going on with letting go, a loss or ending of something. There could be a rebalancing, a need to have that conversation to rebalance the give and take in a karmic situation. So you're going to be looking for that playing out in those areas. There is a full moon lunar eclipse here on June 5th. So something very big is culminating. You could be having that celebration and achieving a goal with the sale or the writing or the interview or the sibling or one of those topics. Or you could be wrapping up something you've been working on with them or ending something. Very powerful uh, culmination. And then by December 14th, you have that new moon solar eclipse launching you guys forward. Major push forward. Time to enter into something brand new or new opportunities or um, there could be some kind of next chapter or new direction in a current ongoing scenario that is taking off for you in the two weeks that follow with that new moon solar eclipse. All right, so as far as how Taurus is impacting, um, that is your eighth house Libra. This means that, you know, throughout the year you have Uranus here. This is the area where we're trying to shake things up and get out of ruts and, and, and get some innovation happening and some excitement happening. And it's unpredictable, but it's really, you know, uh, in the moment kind of stuff. And for Libra, this is in your sex life. It is in your reproductive life. It is about your financial life as well. Um, Not so much income, but, you know, loans and debt and inheritance and taxes and insurance and 
alimony and all those kind of financial interests. Um, and it ca- could be about a divorce, it could be about a birth or a death, or it could be about third-party situations. So really the only thing to kind of know about this is that in the first part of the year, this is in direct motion, so new things are kind of popping up and there's things you can jump into and, and, and figure out and it's shaking you out of your rut up until August 15th. And then after August 15th, Uranus will be going retrograde, so then at that point you kind of catch your breath and you figure out everything that's changed and you work with that that through the rest of the year. All right, so then we have stuff going on with this Pisces-Neptune energy for Libra. This is about your work uh, situation, your health, your animals, what's going on with coworkers or hired help in life, what's going on with paperwork, and how organized you are, right? (laughs) So there's a couple things going on here. First of all, Jupiter is working very well with Neptune in this sign throughout the year. So getting inspired in these areas and finding ways to tie in what's going on with your home or a move or a real estate deal or real estate in general or renovations or with family or or roommates is part of the opportunity for growth here. So maybe you'll have a home work situation or start an office there. Maybe you'll uh, do something healthy with the family or, you know, it'll be a family animal pet kind of scenario. I don't know. (laughs) But that is definitely working throughout the year to open up doors here for you guys. And it is at its peak on February 20th and again on October 12th. We are also going to have Mercury retrograde here between February 16th and March 14th. So Libra, during that time, you guys will have a do-over. You'll be going back, reworking something, letting something go, or having the past come back around. So take your time with it during that period. And just keep in mind that you do have more forward momentum in the overall grand scheme of the ruler of this territory um, in the first half of the year, up through June 23rd. And then the rest of the year, you're kind of just like, you know, working on the stuff you set in motion there. As far as Chiron and the wound, the vulnerabilities that everybody is working through uh, to get to the healing and to step into their own natural guru energy to help others, for Libra, this is focusing on those key relationships in life. So really, you know, you're looking on uh, addressing this with romantic partners or business partners or clients or specialists or agents or attorneys or competitors or advocates. And what to kind of keep in mind with this is that um, that as well is going direct. So you're having your new experiences with this up until July 12th. And then the second half of the year is going to be more about kind of working with whatever you figured out during that time. But we are also going to have Mars retrograde in this territory, which is kind of a big deal for everyone. And this is from September 9th through November 13th. So Libra, this would be the time when your passions are uh, worked up over this or your anger or frustration is worked up over this or you are wanting to take action and do something about something from the past, going back and reconnecting with one of these individuals or one of these situations or letting go of a current scenario or reworking that current scenario. So it will be amped up and focused on these areas of life. All right, so for the next territory, Libra, we're focusing on you. Um, There is going to be a uh, brief period of Mercury retrograde in 2020 that will be in your sign. 
So this is from October 27th through November 13th. During those uh, couple weeks, you know, you physically may slow down a bit. You may want to focus on your body or your image or your brand or your name or your title or something personal to you or that you physically want to be involved in so that you can kind of rework it, retweak something, let something go or go back to the past and reconnect with something to get something right for yourself. So just be aware of that. And then there's also the other half of that particular retrograde will be focusing on your income, Libra. So this is from October 13th through the 27th. Income or a purchase or what's going on with your possessions or products. So during that time, again, slowing down, either letting go of something or going back to the past, reworking something, or getting involved in some current ongoing scenario to tweak it and get it right. All right, so the final thing for 2020 for Libra is this Aquarian energy and how big things are starting to shift and move us into, you know, the real legitimate side of this age of Aquarius that we've been baby stepping into uh, for several years now. All right, so for Libra, this is focused on your creative potential. It is focused on your recreational interests. It is focused on true love and lovers, and it is focused on children. So this is really a wonderful place to have it. (laughs) Everybody's like, why can't I have it there, right? Um, And so, okay, first of all, there are going to be about five, six days of Mercury retrograde here in 2020. This is from March 4th through March 9th, okay? So for those few days, you could have somebody or some situation from the past returning. You could have something current exiting for, you know, those days or for good if you're done. Or you could be reworked something there with that creative project, the kids, the lover, or the recreational pursuit. Okay, so be aware of that. Now, between March 21st and the first day of July, we are going to have a Saturn preview because Saturn is going to move into this territory, which is going to begin to give you an idea of what you are meant to get very serious about. Over these years ahead, this is that time every 29 years where Saturn shows up and it's really going to be about, okay, I want to get serious in these areas of life. What do I want to commit to? What do I want to end? How do I want to structure things? How do I want to master some next level in my own abilities here in these creative outlets or with my love life or with the kids or the recreation? Um, You know, what are the responsibilities, the rules, the regulations, and how ambitious do I want to get? So you're going to get a preview from March 21st to July 1st. Then it backs out for a bit, and it comes back on December 11th, and it'll be there the rest of the year and for the next couple years. So this is about really getting you serious in these areas. On December 19th, just within days of Saturn entering here, Jupiter enters. Jupiter will be there for the rest of 2021. So this is going to give Libra big growth, big you know happiness, prosperity, potential, ways to look at travel, legal, educational, media, marketing, ceremonial, wedding, religious, political outlets involved with your creative projects or your love life or lover or the kids or the recreational pursuits. So really big stuff coming together with that. And then those two planets meet on the same degree, Saturn and Jupiter, on on December 21st to launch a new 20-year cycle together, a new chapter, a major life chapter with getting serious and structuring things and the potential for personal growth there. So there you have it, Libra. 
All right, for Scorpio and 2020. <laughs> All right, you guys, Capricorn is the biggest topic for the year for everybody. Now, let me take a sip of my coffee, everybody. Here we go, sip. <laughs> I got to have a drink. Hold on. <laughs> mm. All right, so for Scorpio, you know, for you guys, this is about major, major planetary energy coming together to launch you guys forward or to make powerful, deep changes through your ideas, your talks and meetings, your writing, your interviews and auditions, your sales, any commerce, right? Anything with offers or proposals or major decisions, as well as what's going on locally with your community, your neighborhood, a move, your short trips to nearby places, your brothers, your sisters, your neighbors, your vehicles, or your electronics. So there's a lot, okay? So first of all, we start 2020 with new moon solar eclipse energy already in play here, launching you forward from the 26th of December up through these first couple weeks of January, but also in place for the first half of the year, okay? So really about brand new beginnings uh, or next levels that you can take some of this stuff in. Between January 6th and 11th, Jupiter crosses the karmic south node, this could bring some letting go or loss here or some rebalancing of karma in a situation or some kind of past life soul returning and going over the top, something very big happening here. At that same time in January, but between the 6th and the 14th, Saturn will be going across Pluto, perfecting on the 12th, and those two coming together on the same degree means something very powerful structurally with limits or endings or long-term commitments and ambitions and the death and deconstruction and rebirthing in a more empowered way <laughs> through Pluto in these territories. So, you know, very powerful stuff coming together to launch us through this new year. Now, Jupiter will be meeting up with Pluto three times throughout 2020 on the same degree, April 4th, June 30th, November 12th. And so these as well are big, bold, new beginnings, but it's going to take three chapters to work through this. And again, Jupiter taking this, this deconstruction and rebirthing through the ideas and the writing and the sales and the, the moves and the siblings and the neighbors and the, uh, the electronics and the vehicles and, and, the, and the interviews and the offers and decisions that are going on here. Um, so Jupiter may be bringing in legal, travel, educational, media, marketing, wedding, ceremonial, religious, or political topics into the story. Pluto may be bringing the financial, the sexual, the death and transformation, the, the divorce, the third-party situations into the topic. And so those are your high points as this moves you through an evolving story that will be launching you in some new direction or next chapter with this. And there is a full moon lunar eclipse on July 5th, so there is something very powerful culminating in one of those areas by this time. So you're having a big ending or wrap-up or you're celebrating and having breakthroughs and achievements there by July 5th. So that's your Capricorn story. Now, opposite this in the zodiac is Cancer, and we have a lot going out in this sign that is impacting um, Scorpio's ninth house. So... This means for Scorpio that when it comes to travel, distant, foreign, legal, educational, media, marketing, publishing, broadcasting, publicity, weddings, other ceremonies, religion, or politics, 
you have a lot going on here as well. So on January 10th, right in the smack center of all this stuff going on with the other stuff in Capricorn, you have a full moon lunar eclipse bringing something to a major peak here, okay, Scorpio? So big celebrations, achievements, breakthroughs, wrapping up projects or ending things you're done with there. And then by June 21st, you have a new moon solar eclipse. So at this point, launching forward into something new, <laughs> into something next level, and really, you know, giving you two weeks of momentum, but then six months of impact for the rest of the year into that new or next level scenario in those areas. Right around that time, we are going to have Mercury retrograde there from June 17th to July 12th. So part of that forward motion will be about slowing down and something from the past coming back around or letting go of something current or having a break from something for a few weeks or reworking that thing, getting in there, fine-tuning it. So expect that. And then also be aware that the North Node of Destiny is focused in this territory from January 1st up through May 5th. It means there can be some de some destined, some faded things happening there. You want to take advantage of that. So look for those openings, those opportunities there. All right, so the next territory that's really going to be impacted in 2020 is going to be what's going on in Gemini. So for Scorpio, this is your eighth house of power. It means, you know, there can be a lot of things playing out in your financial arena. These could be loans, inheritance, taxes, insurance, investments, settlements, alimony, child support, uh, your partner's money, uh, or any other kind of outside resource. Or this territory is also about your sex life, uh, those sexual attractions, the reproductive life, um, divorce, uh, birth, death, third-party situations, shared scenarios, Okay. So we have the North Node of Destiny headed into this territory on May 5th for the first time in 18 years, and it will be playing out there the rest of the year and into 2021. So Scorpio, some real destined faded things are going to be kind of happening here to help get you on the path you need to go on in your life, so you'll be looking for those things to show up from May 5th onward. Right around the time it shows up, so I'm thinking May may be a very, and June might, may be very significant, Venus is going to retrograde in that same territory. So from June, I'm sorry, May 13th until June 25th, Venus retrogrades there. So Scorpio, you could have something from the past coming back around when it comes to a love interest or your income or a beauty topic, or you could have some uh, departing uh, situation during those uh, weeks. Or you could have a do-over where you're getting in there and really re reworking something there. So expect that as destiny is taking a hand in this thing. And then by November 30th, there is that full moon lunar eclipse here. So at this point, big ending celebrations, breakthroughs, wrap-ups, <laughs> achievements in those areas. Okay, so when it comes to what's going on in Sagittarius in 2020, for Scorpio, this is your second house. So, guys, you know, there's going to be a lot playing out with your income, your purchases, your products, or your possessions. And we have the karmic south node entering this territory on May 5th. It'll be there the rest of the year into 2021. Again, first time in 18 years. So there is some rebalancing of karma here, the give and take that's been playing out there, or there is a loss and a letting go of something there, or there is a past life soul or several ready to show up 
and reconnect with you over what's happening with your income, your purchases, your products, your possessions. So you really start to look for that shift around May 5th and onward. There will be a full moon lunar eclipse on June 5th, so right very close to that. We're seeing something culminate, so big endings or wrapping up projects you've been working on there or celebrations, breakthroughs, achievements in those areas. And then we will have a new moon solar eclipse on December 14th in this area. So big launches forward for Scorpio then. Okay. Now, with Uranus being kind of the innovator, the awakener, the, the, the planet that shakes things up and gets us out of rut and is unpredictable, it's playing out throughout the year of 2020 for Scorpio in your seventh house. So it's impacting partners, clients, specialists, agents, attorneys, competitors, opponents, advocates, all your relationships, okay? And really the only thing to keep in mind with this as you go through another year of this is that it is exciting, you know, as long as you can just kind of go with the flow and that you are going to have this indirect motion from January 10th until all the way until August 15th. So that's when all the new stuff will be pouring into this. And then from August 15th onward in the year, you'll be just kind of catching up with all the changes and the excitement and the things that have been happening and figuring out what you're doing about it. Okay, for the Piscean, Neptunian uh, energy playing out in this year ahead, there is um, this really impacting Scorpio's area of true love and lovers, children, creative projects, and recreation. So first and foremost, Jupiter is working really well with this territory throughout this year. There are opportunities that can be very big here. So when we're getting inspired, when we're looking at our romantic, artistic, spiritual energy playing out in those areas, Jupiter can come along throughout the year and bring offers, meetings, talks, interviews, writing, sales, um, decisions, you know, short trips, local activities, things that can really impact this in a beautiful way. And this is going to be peaking on February 20th and on October 12th. There will be a Mercury retrograde here during 2020. So from February 16th to March 13th or March 14th, you guys may be slowing down with those lovers or kids or creative projects or recreational pursuits and either ha going back and reconnecting with something from the past or taking a break or letting go of something or getting in there and reworking something. Um, and just realize that Neptune, the ruler of this territory, is going to be um, retrograde between um, the set, pretty much the second half of the year from uh, June 23rd to November 28th. So in the first part of the year up till June 23rd, you have way more powerful momentum forward. And then during the retrograde period of Neptune, you guys will be kind of working on the stuff you've set in motion. All right. Now for Chiron, the wounded healer energy that's playing out for all of us kind of in a personal, physical way um, in the Aries. Um, for Scorpio, you're really going to be focusing this on your work scenarios, your health, um, your animals, your coworkers, your hired help, or your paperwork situations. So, you know, you're really kind of looking at how do I um, deal with my vulnerabilities here? Um, am I feeling wounded in these areas? How do I heal this? How do I step into my own guru nature here um, throughout the year? Now you'll be in forward motion with that into new or next level stuff up until July 12th. And then the second half of the year, you kind of slow down with the retrograde and just work on what already has been put in motion. However, there is a Mars retrograde here between September 9th and November 13th, which means 
your passions are stirred about something in this area or your anger or frustration is stirred or you're motivated to act on something from the past and deal with it or to rework some ongoing scenario with this or to deal with um you know, something exiting at that point and what you're going to do about it. So definitely expect more to be happening during that phase. All right, so there is going to be some Mercury retrograde in Libra between October 27th and November 13th. So for Scorpio, slowing down and working out something with artistic situations, romantic situations, spiritual practices, uh, institutions that you're dealing with or research or investigations and digging into that information. Maybe some of you with bad habits or addictions or with secrets or deceptions. So, you know, we're kind of needing to work on something from the past coming back around or letting go or reworking what's happening during those couple weeks. Then you're also going to have Mercury retrograde in your sign between um, October 13th and 27th. So for those couple weeks, you're focusing on yourself, your body, your image, your brand, your name, or your personal needs and desires and your involvement. Again, reworking the past, letting go of current situations, or reworking a current situation. And finally, we have the Aquarius energy that's active in 2020 for Scorpio. Um, you know, this is definitely about what's happening in your home, you know, um, what's happening with uh, family, with moves, renovations, real estate deals, parents, roommates, history, and your sense of security in the world. So first of all, there's going to be about six days, I think, of Mercury retrograde. This is March 4th through the 9th. And so during that period, you might be going back, having some past things show up here or uh, some letting go of a current situation or reworking a current situation there. Um, but the really important stuff are the big planets in these areas. First of all, you're going to get a preview of Saturn entering this situation between March 21st and July 1st. If Saturn's going to enter here, get you really serious. It's time to end some things. It's time to make some commitments. It's time to tackle your responsibilities here. It's time to look at uh, rules and regulations, structures that support you, your ambitions and what you want to do about them, how you're going to master some new level here. So really getting serious, right? Then Saturn will back out for a bit and come back on December 11th and stay now the rest of the year and the next couple years. So, you know, Scorpio, definitely it is that time where you're going to make some decisions about what's happening here. Right on the heels of this, on December 19th, Jupiter enters this territory. So now, Sag, you've got Jupiter for a whole year here, which is going to bring growth, happiness, opportunity uh, to expand your horizons in some way. So you're going to want to look at, you know, what, what can I do about legal, travel, educational, media, marketing, ceremonial, religious, or political interests that impact my home, my family dynamic, and what's happening with that. And then finally, guys, on uh, December 21st, Saturn and Jupiter get together on the same degree. This is kick-starting a brand-new 20-year chapter. So you're kind of closing down whatever the last 20-year chapter was and saying, okay, here we go. This is the big new steps into new territory, new chapter, next level uh, going forward with my home, my real estate interests, my uh, moves, my renovations, my family dynamic, my parents, my roommates, my history, my ancestry, my roots. Okay, so there you guys go. All right, Sagittarius, in 2020, 
<laughs> what you guys are going to be looking at um, with the Capricorn energy. This is impacting your income house, uh, your purchasing, your possessions, your products, okay? So what's tangible there? And you've got major planetary stuff. You, you enter 2020 with new moon solar eclipse energy pushing you forward to enter, take things into brand new stuff, new ideas, new opportunities, or to take what you're already doing up a level into a new chapter, into a next level. So you have two weeks of this propelling you forward, and it's in play for the whole first six months of 2020. So forward momentum there, okay? Now, in January, between January 6th and 11th, Jupiter goes over the karmic south node there. So there could be some loss or letting go during those few days, or there could be some rebalancing of karma, the give and take in a situation impacting your income or your purchases or products or possessions, or there could be something about a past life soul re-entering your life to connect about one of those topics. And this could go big because of Jupiter, right? And at the same exact time, we have Saturn and Pluto getting together on the same degree. First time in 500 years, so this is like very powerful. Saturn is the structures that support the commitments, the endings, the the long-term view here and the goals that you have set and Pluto is the death and transformation the real purging the the deconstruction of what's going on there and the and the empowerment and the changes that are evolving here so something incredibly powerful happening this second week for Sagittarius in those areas um, Jupiter will be meeting up with Pluto throughout the year 2020 when it comes to your income and purchases and products and possessions. So this will happen on April 4th, June 30th, and November 12th. Jupiter will be, again, taking something very big here, could be bringing in travel, legal, educational, media, marketing, uh, publicity, uh, ceremonies, religion, or politics into the story. Pluto, the financial, the sexual, the third party, the shared, the evolving uh, deconstruction and rebirthing process. So it's going to take you a little longer to see that expansion and that big thing starting to come together. And then there is a full moon lunar eclipse that is bringing a big culmination point on July 5th or the days around that, you know. So for Sagittarius, big wrap-ups of what you've been doing in those areas or endings or celebrations or achievements and breakthroughs. So look for that. Now, opposite this, in Cancer, there's also going to be a lot going on this year. And for Sag, this is the other financial stuff, you know, so your loans, your inheritance, your taxes, your insurance, your investments, your settlements, your alimony, your child support, your partner's money, or other financial topics. And it also has a personal side, so this could also be impacting your sex life, your reproductive life, a divorce, a birth, a death, or a third-party situation in 2020. So... In January, in the middle of all your Capricorn stuff going on, you have a full moon lunar eclipse in those cancer areas. So there could be something very big wrapping up or ending there or something that is finally coming through for you and you're celebrating and you're achieving. Then by June 21st, you have a new moon solar eclipse there launching you forward into the new or next level or new chapter that is happening with these financial, sexual, reproductive, mortality, birth, uh, divorce, or third-party scenarios. uh, Mercury will retrograde in the same territory um, between June 17th and July 12th, which will help you either let go of something or go back to the past and reconnect with that or rework an ongoing scenario and get it right. Okay, so slow down and take the time for that then. And do be aware that the north node of destiny is impacting those areas until May 5th, 
So there is something destined, something faded about the direction your life is going with those financial or sexual or reproductive or divorce or third-party situations. And then after that, it'll be another 18 years before it comes back. Okay. All right. So next, we have, there's going to be activity in Gemini. So for Sagittarius, this is about your relational uh, part of the chart, stuff playing out here. So this would be when it comes to your partners, your clients, your specialists, your agents, your attorneys, uh, your um, other representatives, your competitors, your advocates, any of these one-on-one key relationships. The north node of destiny is headed into that territory on May 5th and will be there for the rest of 2020 and into 2021. This is the first time in 18 years you've had it here, really bringing some faded destined things when it comes to these people in your life. So you know, some pretty exciting stuff I'm assuming would be happening there for you guys. However, in the beginning of this, on May 13th through June 25th, Venus will retrograde. So either there is a letting go or the past coming back around or some kind of do-over in a current situation when it comes to love income or beauty that needs to take place as part of this new destiny thing that's coming into play, right? So take your time, figure out what that is. And by November 30th, we have a full moon lunar eclipse here. So, um, Sag, you will have some kind of big culminating uh, wrap-up, ending, celebration, achievement, breakthrough with one of those partners, clients, specialists, agents, attorneys, competitors, or advocates around that time. All right, so there will be stuff happening in your sign, Sag, in 2020. So let's look at that. First of all, you are going to be starting to host the Karmic South Node on May 5th and through the rest of the year and into 2021. And so, Sag, this is a time for you to rebalance your own personal karma. You may be showing up in the lives of others as that karmic agent. Um, You may be feeling like you're ready to exit a certain situation that impacts you personally or physically um, or return to something, you know. Um, There may be um, a focus on your body, your image, your brand, your name, your title that is about this. So you really want to kind of look at what's uh, shifting for you personally or physically around the 5th because you'll be working with that for a while. There will be a full moon lunar eclipse on June 5th in your sign. So this as well can be bringing a big achievement celebration breakthrough wrap up or ending to something that's been going on in your body or with your name or title or brand or image and then by december 14th new moon solar eclipse launches you guys forward definitely taking you into 2021 very strongly helping you guys start something new or take what you're already doing to the next level All right, now as far as Uranus and the um, exciting, innovative, awakening, shake-you-out-of-ruts, unpredictable energy (laughs) that is going to be playing out through the year of 2020, um, for Sagittarius, it's impacting your work, your health, your animals, um, your paperwork, your coworkers, and your hired help. And so here you really want to kind of just look at jumping into the new opportunities that arise, trying out new things, not being too uh, you know, concerned when things come and go and are crazily changing every now and then in these areas. Um, and just note that you do have direct motion here from January 10th through August 15th. So this first big part of the year is definitely about the new stuff coming along. And then from August 15th onward, you're just kind of catching up with all the changes that have occurred there. Now, there is going to be a lot happening in the Piscean-Neptunian 
um, arena here for everybody and for Sagittarius. This is playing out uh, in, with situations in your home, with moves, renovations, real estate deals, family, parents, roommates. So looking at your inspiration and the magical qualities that are going on there. Um, Jupiter is working with this throughout the year, and it is working to help you open up opportunities to make money or with your possessions, your purchases, or your products in these areas. And they will be peaking. Uh, this will be at its height around February 20th and again on October 12th. Mercury retrograde will kind of slow things down there for a little bit between February 16th and March 14th at which point, Sag, you guys will be reworking something, letting go of something, or going back to the past and rekindling something there. Um, and then uh, just keep in mind that uh, the big forward motion to the whole background story is the first half of the year. By June 23rd, Neptune retrogrades in this area, so you'll be more catching up with the things you set in play in the first half. All right, as far as the wound and the vulnerabilities and the healing and the spiritual guru energy of Chiron, um, for Sag, when, it, you know, when you're working through this for yourself, it is about what's going on with uh, your lovers, your children, your creative projects, or your recreational pursuits. So you're really you know, healing that or sharing your own uh, spirituality with others and helping heal them through this. Um, and it's in play throughout the year. So you have forward motion into new scenarios up till July 12th, and then it's retrograde uh, in the second half of the year, at which time you can really kind of catch up and um, you know work on the things you figured out then. However, there is going to be a Mars retrograde in this same territory of lovers, kids, creative projects, and recreation that happens between September 9th and November 13th. So there could be somebody exiting, you know, not available as much during those times, um, or there could be an ending to something if you're ready to end something then, or there could be just slowing down and really getting in there and readdressing passions or anger or the actions that need to happen to get something right, or there could be something from the past coming back around and, and rekindling that passion or anger or action <laughs> about those topics. So definitely watch for that. Now, there's going to be a couple little short focuses here on Mercury retrograde. Um, from October 27th through the 13th, Sag, it'll focus on your friends, associates, groups, uh, the Internet, astrology, charities, gatherings, parties, events, anything social. So you're going to kind of want to slow down. You might be exiting or returning to the past or having the past return to you or reworking something. It's a do-over during those couple weeks there. And then also there's going to be Mercury retrograde from October 13th through October 27th. At that point, Sag, it'll be focused on art, film, music, painting, poetry, romance, spiritual practices, magic, psychic interests, institutions, research, investigations, secrets, or addictions. And so, again, kind of slowing down, letting go, rekindling the past, or reworking an ongoing scenario. Finally, with the Aquarius energy, Sag, it's your mind, it's your talks, your meetings, your, your uh, writing, your interviews, your sales, your commerce. Um, your, your, your local community activities, your short trips to nearby places. It also can be impacting vehicles, electronics, siblings, neighbors, and big decisions. So we do have a few days of Mercury retrograde here from March 4th to the 9th. At that point, rethinking, rekindling, re, uh, releasing, reworking something. Um, but the big news is Saturn is moving into those territories starting on March 21st through July 1st, giving you a preview of what you're going to get super serious about in the years ahead. 
So this is about, okay, time to end something, time to make commitments, time to get responsible, time to grow up, time to get ambitious, time to, you know, do what I want to do and achieve something in these areas. So you're really going to see, you know, things sh- getting in shape and really what what stays, what goes, you know, from March 21st to July 7th. Then Saturn backs out, but then it returns on December 11th. And then it'll be staying for the next couple of years. So Sag really is about what are you going to get real about there and where can you take this through your hard work and efforts. Jupiter's going to join that story on December 19th for a whole year. So this is potential to grow or find more happiness or prosperity there, to add in the legal, travel, educational, media, marketing, ceremonial, religious, or political themes into those stories and see where it takes you. And by December 21st, Saturn and Jupiter meet on the same degree, merging those energies, kicking off a 20-year story, kind of saying, hey, dude, you're at the end of the last 20-year story. Time to launch into this next one. All right, so for Capricorn in 2020, I've talked about how Capricorn is just the area of the most activity and the biggest powerful stuff happening. So it's your sign, guys, and it means you, big changes for you as an individual. Um, This can mean that you guys are transforming your body, your image, your brand, your name, your title. It can be about how you're personally showing up in the world or what you want to show up for. It can be about your personal needs and desires. So you head into 2020 with new moon solar eclipse energy launching you guys forward. Major uh, potential to kind of enter into something brand new or take what, what you're already doing about yourself for yourself into that next chapter, okay? So two weeks of, of forward momentum and then it keeps you're, you in play moving forward for the first six months of the year. In January, we're having this cluster of power energy happening. So January 6th through the 11th, Jupiter will go across the karmic south node. At this point, you could be putting your name to something or showing up uh, personally or, or making it about your body or your, your title or your image or your brand. And, and we can be experiencing a letting go or an ending of something there or a rebalancing of karma uh, in the give and take in a situation and, or something going on with a past life soul entering the story and Jupiter themes taking it big or, or focusing on the legal travel, educational, media, marketing, ceremonial aspects of this. And at the same time during that week, um, between the 6th and the 14th, Saturn and Pluto get together on the same degree, peaking on the 12th. This is huge. The structural support, the commitments, the endings, the authorities, the goals and, and, and higher-ups and, uh, and achievements that you want here combined with Pluto, deconstruction and rebirthing in the financial or sexual or reproductive or divorce or third-party realm here is something very powerful evolving, involving you personally or physically. Jupiter is going to continue to get together with Pluto throughout 2020, happening on April 4th, June 30th, and November 12th. So Jupiter's story with Pluto is going to take three chapters to unwind, and it is about that growth with that big deconstruction and rebirthing into your empowerment story on a personal or physical level that is taking place through Jupiter themes of travel, legal, educational, media, marketing, ceremonial, religious, or political aspects – 
and Pluto's influence of financial, sexual, third-party, reproductive, divorce, or um, shared scenarios, okay? So definitely an evolving story of empowerment as you move through this year. There will be a full moon lunar eclipse in your sign on July 5th. So something very big culminating for you guys at that point, your breakthroughs, your achievements, your celebrations, or you're wrapping something up or ending something that, that's going, been going on with you or about you at that point. All right, so across from you in the sign Cancer, we have a lot happening in 2020 as well. So this means playing out in your relationship zone, Capricorn, meaning your romantic partners, your business partners, your clients, your specialists, your agents, your attorneys, your competitors, and your advocates. So in January, this is active as well. There is a full moon lunar eclipse here on January 10th. So right in the middle of all this, you have something very big culminating with one of those partners or specialists or agents or attorneys or competitors or advocates. You have a big ending or celebration or wrap-up or achievement or recognition going on here. By June 21st, you have a new moon solar eclipse in those relationship arenas. So at that point, launching you forward in a very powerful way and helping you guys enter into something brand new or take something you're already doing to the next level. And this could be, um, you know, well, this is active for two weeks, but definitely impacting the second half of the year for you guys. Now, there is also something to note that we will have Mercury retrograding here June 17th through July 12th, slowing down a bit during that time. You know, you have that new moon solar eclipse launch forward with these relationships, but also we're slowing down here for these few weeks, and we are either um, taking a break from one of these people or letting go, or we are going back to the past and reconnecting with a partner, client, specialist, agent, attorney, competitor, etc., or we are reworking an ongoing thing and getting it right during those weeks. So take the time for that. And then finally, the last thing I would note to all the Capricorns out there is that we have the north node of destiny in this territory of relationships until May 5th. So you guys definitely want to look for the things that are unwinding with these people uh, and showing up to be very faded, very destined in your personal growth, uh, either bringing the right people into the scenario or clearing the way so the right people can show up up ahead. And so there, there can be some powerful things happening up through May 5th with partners, clients, specialists, agents, attorneys, competitors, or advocates. Okay. Now, we are going to have a lot going on in Gemini in 2020. So for Capricorn, this is impacting your sixth house of your work opportunities, your health, your paperwork, uh, any hired help, any coworker scenarios, anything going on with animals in your life, um, anything going on with organizing or cleaning, <laughs> tending to those details, right? So the North Node of Destiny is going to show up here on May 5th and stay the rest of the year and into 2021. So this is the first time in 18 years you've had Destiny starting to play a part in these areas. Really going to open up some opportunities for you guys, start to carry you forward into some kind of faded direction. So you definitely want to look for that showing up. Now for all signs, as Destiny shows up in new territory here, We are also going to have Venus start her retrograde right around the same time. Venus retrograde starts on May 13th through June 25th. So we'll be slowing down 
um, when it comes to love, income, or beauty interests. And for the Capricorns, you know, this is playing out with that work scenario or with the health or the pets or the paperwork or the coworkers or the hired help. And you'll either be letting go of something there regarding love, income, or beauty, or you'll be returning to a past scenario and rekindling something, or you'll be reworking whatever it is you're doing with those topics in this area during this period so you get it right. So there is something to finesse there in the beginning of your destiny phase, and then it's going to really take off after that. There will be a new moon, or I'm sorry, a full moon lunar eclipse in this area of work, health, paperwork, coworkers, hired help, and animals on November 30th of 2020. So Capricorn at that point, wrapping things up, marking any endings, celebrating, achieving the things you've been working towards, coming through, having breakthroughs around that time. All right, so in 2020, there will also be some stuff going on in the Sagittarian field. So for Capricorn, this is playing out in your 12th house which means really, you know, playing out when, when you're doing things associated with art, film, music, painting, poetry, and anything artistic, or with your romantic getaways or clandestine affairs, or when it comes to your spiritual practices or your magical or psychic interests, or when it comes to hospitals or other institutions, or when it comes to research and development, bad habits or addictions, secrets or deceptions. So... We have the Karmic South Node headed into this territory starting May 5th. It'll be there the rest of the year and into 2021. So in those areas, you're going to want to rebalance karma. So the give and take in situations there may need to be rebalanced. Or you're going to be ending something in one of those areas. Or you're going to be seeing past life souls showing up in your life connected to those topics. So that starts on May 5th. There will be a full moon lunar eclipse on June 5th, so something is culminating with one of those artistic, spiritual, romantic, uh, institutional, research, investigational, secretive, or addictive arenas. So big endings or big celebrations or achievements or wrap-ups by June 5th. And then on December 14th, you have that new moon solar eclipse. Again, extremely powerful new beginning, launching you into something new or next level with one of those territories taking you to the end of the year, but being in effect, giving you that new fresh uh, forward momentum in the first half of 2021. All right. So now with Uranus, with that crazy wild card energy that is all exciting and you know, shaking us out of our ruts and bringing new things in to try, but being unpredictable and shocking sometimes. <laughs> For Capricorn, it continues in throughout 2020 to play out around your lovers or your children or your creative projects or your recreational pursuits. So this is where, you know, you really want to kind of jump in and try new things and not expect a lot of stability, but a lot of changes that are there to really get you, you know, getting that fresh air coming in here, right? So that's in place throughout the year. Just know that the direct motion where the new stuff can be kind of happening is between January 10th and August 15th. And after that, you'll kind of uh, get a chance to catch up on, in, on all the changes that have happened or the new exciting things that have been in play and figure out what you're doing about it the rest of the year, right? Um, okay, so then in the Neptune Pisces arena here, um, 
this is the magical, the inspired uh, side of what's going on. And, and for Capricorn, it's playing out in your mind. It's playing out with your talks and meetings, your, your short trips and local activities, your writing, your sales, your interviews, your siblings, your neighbors, um, your electronics, your vehicles. Um, and Jupiter is working with this throughout the year. So there can be some really big opportunities opening up for you personally involved with those, you know, writing projects, sales, uh, offers, proposals, agreements, short trips, siblings, neighbors, vehicles, electronics, etc. And those will be at their peak on February 20th and October 12th. Now, Mercury will retrograde there, at which point you could have some issues with your vehicles or electronics or short trips or local activities or sales or agreements, etc. And that would happen between February 16th and March 14th, so uh, prepare, you know, be aware of that, right? But it is also a do-over time, a time when you can go in and find the flaws, fix the situation, fine-tune things, or go back to the past and rekindle things. So that's your period for that. And as far as like the overall flow of forward motion with Neptune in this territory, it is in the first half of the year up through June 23rd, and then it retrogrades from June 23rd to November 28th. So you get your big bulk of new stuff coming in in the first half. All right, now for Chiron retrograde, uh, I'm sorry, for Chiron just period, and then we'll talk about the retrograde. <laughs> For Chiron, you know, it is the wound, the vulnerabilities, the uh, healing, and the uh, spiritual guru energy that we are bringing into situations. So everyone is dealing with this on a personal level uh, in some area of life. And for Capricorn, you know, you're focusing on this um, at home or with real estate uh, deals or with moves or renovations or family or parents or roommates, Okay. And that's really in play throughout the year. So you want to look at where am I vulnerable? Where do I feel wounded? How do I heal this? How do I step into my own guru nature and help others through these areas, okay? And so Chiron is going to be bringing the new stuff while it's in direct motion up through July 12th, and then it retrogrades. So the second half of the year, you just are kind of catching up to the things that came along that were new during that period. Now, Mars is going to retrograde in this same territory of home, real estate deals, moves, renovations, family, parents, and, and um, roommates from September 9th through November 13th. So this will slow down the action and allow you to either uh, readdress passion or anger or the action that needs to take place and figure something out and get it right, or it will allow you to let go of something, or it will allow the past to come back around to be readdressed. So it's a big do-over, and it's a very, you know, you're, you're vibrantly attached to what's happening here at this point. So keep that in mind. Now we have a couple brief Mercury retrograde periods that will impact. So for Capricorn, between um, October 27th and November 13th, you guys will have Mercury slowing things down and asking you for a do-over with career matters, personal goals, or an authority figure like a boss, a parent, a judge, a mentor, a teacher, a director, somebody like that. So at that point, again, the past coming back around or somebody exiting or a do-over to fix something and get it right. Pay attention for mix-ups and glitches then, right? <laughs> and then the other brief period is from October 13th to October 27th. 
that Mercury retrograde will impact your friends, your groups, the Internet, astrology, charities, gatherings, parties, events, or your own aspirations and original projects. So, again, the past could come back around. You could exit something. You could have glitches or mix-ups. Definitely back up your computer for that period. Um, or you could just be fixing something, reworking it during that time. All right, so now that last bit of energy here is that the Aquarius energy and how important it is in 2020. So for Capricorn, this is really playing out in your second house of earned income, your purchases, your possessions, and your products, okay? So we do have a very short Mercury retrograde here from March 4th to March 9th. So during those few days, you may slow down, you may uh, let go of something, go back to the past, rekindle something, or rework an ongoing scenario and get it right, or catch those mix-ups or breakdowns and fix things. Um, but the big news is Saturn. Saturn is going to be entering this territory. It's first going to give you a preview from March 21st to July 1st. It's going to move into this income, purchasing, products, and possessions territory and say, come on, babe, it is time to get serious. What do I want to end? What do I want to commit to long term? What do I want to master? What is that next level of self-mastery? Where are my ambitions? How do I structure this? How do I get real about it? What needs to happen? This is the time. Okay, so you get that preview at start. Then Saturn backs out, and then it returns on December 11th, and now it's going to stay the rest of the year and all, in the next couple years, right? So this becomes a very serious time to achieve and to, to figure out what stays, what goes in those areas. Jupiter's going to join the story on December 19th. It'll move into this territory and stay throughout 2021. This brings major growth opportunities, the potential to uh, pursue your happiness or prosperity here, the, the potential to uh, use travel or distance situations or relocation to a distance or, or media marketing, publishing or higher education or legal contracts or, or ceremonies or religion or politics, all those Jupiter themes and add them into what's going on with your income or, or purchases or products or possessions. And those two planets are going to meet on the same degree on December 21st. This is a powerful cycle that happens every 20 years. So at that point, you're closing down the 20-year story that has been going on, and you're launching into, officially launching into this new 20-year story that will be playing out impacting your income, your purchases, your products, and your possessions. All right. Okay, so for Aquarius. Aquarius 2020, first of all, so much of the power in 2020 is playing out in the Capricorn field, which for Aquarius is in their 12th house, that mystical, magical, hard to see, you know, uh, surreal arena of your life. So it's just quite an interesting uh, time for the Aquarians, you know, and this territory, okay, this is where you have all the magic play out. This is where you have art and film and music and painting and poetry and dance and sculpture, everything artistic plays out in this field. Everything about romantic interludes and romantic getaways and clandestine affairs and karmic 
past life uh, romantic unions play out in this territory. Everything about prayer, meditation, yoga, and your spiritual beliefs and practices are here. Everything about uh, magic and psychic inter- energy and dreams and the veil between this world and the other play out here. Everything about uh, institutions, spas, retreats, hospitals, prisons, psychiatric wards, universities, whatever the institution play out here. Everything about research or investigations or digging into information plays out here. Everything about rest and recuperation and recharging your batteries plays out here, as well as everything with bad habits and addictions or secrets and deceptions and hidden agendas and hidden enemies (laughs) play out here. So, so much potential for things to be going in a very big new direction in these areas for Aquarius. You head into 2020 with new moon solar eclipse energy powerfully pushing you forward to start something new or take what you're doing into the next level. It's in play for two solid weeks going but then it is going to help you guys launch uh, you know for the rest of the first six months of the year now um, during the during January hold on one second Okay, I just want to make sure that, that this wasn't going to shut down. Oh, my gosh, it's not. Okay, so during January, um, we are going to have power planets coming together here, okay? So you still have this new moon solar eclipse going, pushing you forward in those areas. Between January 6th and 11th, Jupiter goes across the karmic south node. So Aquarius, you could be experiencing a loss, letting go of something there, or you could be rebalancing karma, the give and take in a situation in one of those areas, or a past life soul could be re-entering your life this lifetime to pick up on one of those artistic, romantic, spiritual, institutional, research, investigational, uh, karmic, uh, addictive, uh, secretive scenarios and helping you or, or, you know, working with you in some way with that. And Jupiter takes it big, over the top, or brings in Jupiter themes of legal travel, educational, media, marketing, distant, uh, ceremonial, religious, or political stuff into that story. So huge. During that same week, between the 6th and the 14th, but peaking on the 12th, Saturn comes and sits on the very same degree with Pluto, first time in 500 years in this same territory. Now we have powerful energy saying time to get serious, look at endings, commitments, structures that support goals of the future, what we're doing with the deconstruction and the rebirthing, the evolving, the changing of this story, any financial or sexual or reproductive or life and death or divorce scenarios playing out with it. I mean, it is just incredibly powerful stuff. So all of that is coming together, okay? Now, Jupiter is going to continue on in this territory and meet up with Pluto here throughout 2020. So it's going to take three chapters to play out the story of how Jupiter is going to take this bigger. And so Jupiter will be peaking with Pluto on the same degree April 4th, June 30th, and November 12th, and that's how your story will unwind as you're launching into this new or next chapter with the deconstruction and rebirthing in these areas and the financial or sexual divorce, the birth, the death, the the third-party scenarios, and the Jupiter themes of expansion, growth, um, travel, distance, legal, educational, media, marketing, publishing, wedding, ceremonial, religious, or political themes coming together to move this forward in some way. So, wow, Aquarius, just incredibly powerful. There is a full moon lunar eclipse 
in the same territory of artistic, romantic, spiritual, institutional research, investigational realms, so and secrets and addictions and all that. So something very big culminating by July 5th here. So you could be wrapping things up, having a breakthrough, ending something, or celebrating something there by July 5th. And that's the, the Capricorn energy for your year. Now, across the board from this in Cancer, this is also very active, which for Aquarius means that things that are playing out around your work, your health, your animals, your paperwork, coworkers, hired help, your organizing, your cleaning, and the details in your life, okay? So you have a big full moon lunar eclipse on January 10th. So right in the middle of all this January stuff, you have something culminating here, big endings, big wrap-ups, big celebrations, big achievements with work, health, paperwork, coworkers, hired helper, animals. By June 21st, a new moon solar eclipse, a, a hugely powerful launch that helps you guys start new things in the two weeks that follow or really uh, take whatever you're already doing and notch it up a level, take it into a new direction or next chapter. And this will then stay in play, helping you gather forward momentum through the second half of the year. Um, now, just to be aware, as the new moon solar eclipse kicks in there, there is a Mercury retrograde from June 17th to July 12th. So something from the past is going to come back around involved in one of those areas, or there is some exiting of something current, or there is a reworking of something current and fine-tuning it and getting it right. So that will be also occurring during the time that you're going to be having that big uh, new moon launch, uh, solar eclipse launch forward. So slow down for that. The other thing I would say for Aquarius is just that the, you do have the north node of destiny here with your work and your health and your animals and your paperwork and your coworkers and your hired help up until May 5th. So you do want to look for those faded, destined opportunities that are kind of showing up and the things that are happening really there to help get you on the right path. All right, so now from May 5th onward for the rest of the year and into 2021, the North Node of Destiny is going to be showing up in Aquarius's house of true love and lovers, children, creative projects and talents, and recreation. So this is a fantastic place to host this, right? You guys are going to have a lot more fun, be a lot more creative. Destiny is going to show up by way of what's happening with your lovers and kids and, and creative potential and recreation. So definitely look for that kicking in. However, it does start with Venus retrograding there in those same areas. So from May, May 13th until June 25th, Venus will be kind of slowing down and saying when it comes to love or income or beauty, you need to kind of slow down and look at what's happening here with your lover, the kids, the creative project, the recreational pursuits, and either rework something or let go of something or go back to the past and rekindle something. So that's part of, you know, getting that destiny moving forward. And then finally, there is a full moon lunar eclipse on November 30th in these areas of kids, lovers, creative projects, and recreation. So Aquarius, by that point, you'll have big culminating moments, you know, endings, wrap-ups, celebrations, achievements in those areas. Now, uh, Sagittarius will be active in 2020. So for Aquarius, this is playing out in your 11th house. This means that for you guys, you know, there can be a lot of uh, big expansive things happening with your friends, your groups, your associates, your gatherings, your parties, your events, 
the internet, astrology charities, anything in this social realm, social networking, you know, um, as well as any original projects or aspirations that you're pursuing. So, um, first of all, we have the karmic south node moving into this territory for the first time in 18 years on May 5th. It'll be there the rest of the year and into um, 2021. So, rebalancing of some karmic give and take there or some exiting of situations or some uh, past life souls re-entering and wanting to be your friend or you're meeting them online or, uh, you know, they're at, they're part of the group, right? Um, and there is a full moon lunar eclipse on June 5th here, so there are big celebrations and, and um, achievements or there are big wrapping up or endings with these friends or groups or internet situations or astrology, charities, gatherings, etc. then. There is a new moon solar eclipse on December 14th. So Aquarius, powerful launch forward, helping you guys enter into newer next level. At that point, that will carry you into the first six months of 2021. The uh, wild card Uranus energy that rules you guys is active throughout the year 2020, impacting your home, your family, your parents, your uh, roommates, any moves, renovations, or real estate deals. So this is where the excitement, the awakening, the unpredictability is. And you have new things uh, showing up or next level things as it's direct between January 10th and August 15th. The rest of the year during the retrograde period, you can kind of catch up and rework whatever's been put in play. Um, In the Piscean, Neptunian field for Aquarius, this is playing out in your second house of income, purchases, products, and possessions. So... You know, you really want to look for your inspiration, the magic here, and there is some Jupiter alignment uh, helping this throughout the year, which means there can be some doors open involving the artistic, romantic, spiritual side of life, or working with institutions, or doing your research that can help with your income or your purchases, products, possessions, and that'll be at a peak on February 20th and October 12th. You will have Mercury retrograde there from the uh, February 16th through March 14th, so you'll have to, you know, have your do-over, let go, or rework, or rekindle past situations there during that period. And you do have your most forward momentum overall in the first half of the year up until June 23rd, so keep that in mind. Now, with the Chiron wound, the personal wound that we're dealing with, our vulnerabilities, our wounded feelings, our healing of that wound, and any spiritual guru energy we might have, Aquarius, this is coming through your house of talks, meetings, sales, writing, interviews, short trips, local activities, offers and decisions, or what's going on with brothers, sisters, neighbors, vehicles, or electronics. So this is definitely moving forward and helping you enter into new territory with that up until July 12th. And then you'll be kind of catching up on stuff that you figured out, you know, for the second half of the year. Mars will retrograde in this same arena from September 9th through November 13th. So at that point, you're going to be kind of looking at any passion, any anger, or any action that needs to either take you back to the past to deal with those topics or allows you to rework an ongoing situation or exit it. Now, there are a couple short Mercury retrogrades. Um, October 27th to the 13th will be impacting Aquarius's legal, travel, educational, media, marketing, ceremonial, religious, or political interests. So at that point, slow down, let go, rework, or rekindle the past. And from October 13th through the 27th, it'll be impacting Aquarius's career, 
personal goals or a boss, parent, judge, or other authority figure. Again, reworking something or letting go or rekindling something from the past that comes back around. And finally, the Aquarius energy. It's about you, Aquarius. So you do have very short little Mercury retrograde from March 4th through the 9th. So you may be kind of readdressing something physical about your body or involving your name, your title, your brand, your image. So reworking something or, or just putting it behind you during those days. But the big news is Saturn moving into your sign. So you're going to get a preview from March 21st to July 1st. It's going to get you super serious about your body, your image, your brand, your name, your title, who you are and who you want to be, Aquarius. It's time to grow up get real, you know, all of us have to go through it, right? <laughs> You're going to really cut out the frivolous stuff and get serious about your ambitions and the things that need to stay and the things that need to go. So you get that preview then, then it backs out and then comes back on December 11th and then it's going to stay with you the rest of the year and, and over the next couple of years. So definitely time to get real. Now Jupiter joins the story on December 19th, moving into your sign. Huge year of expansion, growth, prosperity, happiness, potential for you on a personal or physical level taking you into 2021 um, and can bring in legal travel, educational, media, marketing, ceremonial, religious, or, or political interests to help you expand your horizons. Saturn and Jupiter will then meet on the same degree on the 21st of December, ending the 20-year chapter that you've had with them and launching you into a brand new 20-year chapter together with all of those topics about you. So there you have it. All right, for Pisces, all the Capricorn energy that's so powerful in 2020, this is about major changing, evolving, and launching forward when it comes to your aspirations, your original projects, your friends, your groups, your associates, your gatherings, your parties, your events, your online interests, your astrology interests, your charities. So social and aspirational, you have new moon, solar eclipse energy from December 26th, taking you into those first couple weeks of the new year. But in effect for the first six months, Pisces, definitely helping you guys start new things or take what you're already doing to the next level. You'll have Jupiter go across the karmic south node from January 6th through the 11th. This will either be about some letting go or some rebalancing of karma or a past life soul entering your life there in some kind of big way over one of those themes. Saturn and Pluto will come together on the same degree there. Powerful, deep changes, purging, evolving, looking at getting serious here, the structures that support the ambitions, the endings, the commitments, the financial or sexual or third-party scenarios playing out in this story. All of this is happening all together at the same time. Jupiter will continue to get together with Pluto throughout 2020 on April 4th, June 30th, uh, November 12th, and this will be about the big expansion that you can now see through getting into these deeper transformational changes with these social and aspirational parts of your life and looking again at those two energies coming together. So that story takes a little longer, but you're launching into new or next level with that. And there is a full moon lunar eclipse on July 5th. So something big is culminating with those friends, associates, groups, the internet, astrology, charities, gatherings, parties, events, or aspirations at that point. So you guys will be ending things, wrapping things up, celebrating or achieving in one of those areas.
Now, across the board from this, we have a lot going on in Cancer. So for Pisces, this is going to really be bringing a big full moon lunar eclipse on January 10th. This is about your love life, your lover, the kids, the creative projects, or the recreational pursuits. So something is wrapping up, ending, a celebrated or achieved, having breakthroughs there at that point. Then by June 21st, you launch into something brand new or you take what you're already doing to the next level because you have a new moon solar eclipse in those areas. Very powerful for the forward momentum. You'll have Mercury retrograde here from June 17th through July 12th, so there is something from the past coming back around or a reworking of some ongoing situation or a letting go of something or a break from something for those few weeks when it comes to the lovers, the kids, the creative projects or recreation. And do be aware North Node of Destiny is impacting you with destiny and faded situations playing out with your love life and lovers and kids and creative projects and recreation up until May 5th. So look for that. Now, North Node of Destiny is then going to move into your home base on May 5th. It'll be there the rest of the year and, and into 2021. First time in 18 years, Pisces. So when it comes to your home, any real estate deals, moves, renovations, your family, your parents, your roommates, Destiny is taking you by the hand. It is trying to lead you towards your future there. So this can be a really powerful period. And you also are going to have Venus retrograde there at the beginning. So from May 13th through June 25th, you could have either something exiting or something from the past returning, or you could have a do-over and reworking something when it comes to love or income or beauty in the home or with the family, etc., and then there will be a full moon lunar eclipse on November 30th, bringing big, epic peaks, ending celebrations, achievements, wrap-ups in those home and family dynamics. All right, in the Sagittarian field in 2020, Pisces, this is impacting your career, your personal goals, and your authority figures. So you are going to have the karmic south node move here on May 5th for the rest of the year and into 2021. So you're going to be rebalancing the karmic give and take there, or you're going to be ending something in one of those areas, or having a past life soul show up and help you do something in one of these areas. There is a full moon lunar eclipse here on June 5th, so biggest celebrations, achievements, endings, wrap-ups in career or with goals or authority figures. And then that new moon solar eclipse on December 14th launches you guys forward into 2021 with newer next level opportunities. The Aquarius, or the, I'm sorry, the Uranus uh, wildcard energy is going to bring, um, you know, excitement and, and, and change and, and unpredictability into your talks, meetings, sales, writing, interviews with siblings, neighbors, vehicles, electronics, short trips, or local activities throughout the year. You get more forward momentum until August 15th, uh, and then the rest of the year you kind of catch up to what what the changes have been. Um, You do have Jupiter working with you throughout the year in Pisces, so this definitely is a big growth year for you with your social and aspirational realms. This peaks on February 20th and October 12th, so be aware of that. Um, and you will have a slowdown with Mercury retrograde here between February 16th and, and March uh, 14th. So you can be doing over, letting go, reworking something, or uh, going back to the past. And this involves you personally or physically, Pisces. 
Um, Chiron, the Chiron wound wants you to really look at wounds and vulnerabilities and your spiritual guru energy as it impacts your income, your purchases, your products and possessions. So definitely look at how you can heal in those areas and what you can do to help others in those areas. And this definitely is bringing the new stuff in the first half of the year up until July 12th. And then you just catch up after that. And as far as the Aquarius energy, big, powerful, forward Saturn energy moving into this territory for you guys, giving you a preview from March 21st to July 1st. And this is about your artistic pursuits, your romantic life, your spiritual practices, institutions you're dealing with, and any research or investigation. So you're going to get real serious there. You're going to make commitments. You're going to end things. You're going to get, uh, you know, self-mastery and, and pursuing what you can really achieve here and then it comes back on December 11th and stays for the next couple years so it is a get real time July enters the period on uh, December 19th which is going to give you huge growth and opportunity to expand your horizons find more happiness and prosperity there throughout 2021 and the two come together on December 21st to launch you into that new chapter which is a 20 year chapter ending the old one with artistic, romantic, spiritual, institutional, and research themes and launching you into the new one. So next level, baby. I hope it's a great year. Happy New Year, everybody. I'll talk to you guys later.